0: Good morning. Welcome to Guidance Unscripted. This is our first podcast of the 2020-21 school year, and have Mr. Doan, Mrs. Wilson, and our guest today is Mr. McKinney. He is uh, my assistant principal and works in our triad together, so uh, we'll ask Mr. McKinney just to share a little bit about himself today.
1: Yeah, and uh, thanks for letting me uh, be on the show today. I feel like it's uh, being asked to host Saturday Night Live. It's like the <laughs> pinnacle of the, the education world to be on the guidance podcast. So I feel like I've arrived. So thanks for having me on. No, I uh, like I said my name is uh, Dustin McKinney, uh, assistant principal here at Avon High School. I was a teacher here uh, before I moved into administration. The great Jim Ludlow uh, had retired, uh, did a fantastic job, so big shoes to fill. Uh, but I had experience as a as a principal. I was at a small Christian school up north. I was principal principal there for several years, uh, and then moved down this way with my wife and my two sons, Lincoln and Harrison, who are awesome. Uh, and I uh, I love being here. I love spending time uh, serving uh, in the community at our at our local church. Uh, I love the Chicago Cubs. Love the uh, Indianapolis Colts. I'm a Boilermaker <laughs> fan uh and uh, i love movies so if you ever want to come talk to me about uh star wars or avengers uh i'm, I'm all about it but uh i really appreciate being on here today avengers fan i like it absolutely
0: that's a good one so uh the podcast today is going to be about pandemic learning i mean we're right in the middle of it we jumped right into it at the beginning of the year whether we wanted to or not um so as we're as we talk about that it's ever-changing situation here at the school We started out in person went to virtual for a while um, and a lot of that information we would like you to share with kind of what that looks like where to go for answers uh, regarding this stuff
1: yeah and it's a and it's a it is a growing process and I think many of us uh, are like man we just we just want to plan we want to stick to the plan and uh, unfortunately, uh, we we have to adjust our plans with the numbers that come in, and we work with our our local health department to make those decisions. And so, we will try to our best to communicate and have a plan. Uh, out to out to families as soon as we possibly can and uh, and I know it's a struggle for many people which we want to try which is why we try to communicate with many different outlets so uh, your biggest outlet your prime outlet uh, is our school website and, and parent Square so we're always sending things parent Square is our main mode of communication but I know many people uh, like social media that's on their phone all the time and I'd say if that's the avenue that, that you find the best uh, we will and I would say we won't necessarily send the details on social media, but we'll send the link to the details or we'll send like, hey, check out this video uh, that has the, inf- the, the really important information that you need. So I think uh, if you have a mode of, tr- of communication that works best for you, whether it's the school website, parent ParentSquare, uh, with students, we're putting it on Schoology, uh, those are really the, the best avenues that you can go to.
0: Yeah, I totally agree.
2: Yeah, we've definitely had a lot of questions about where to find information, and I mean, especially on my end, I'm always redirecting parents to to Parent Square. Do you have those notifications set set up? And you can do that in in a variety of different ways. You can get an email, you can get a text, but definitely, I would say Parent Square and the website yes. are going to be the best resources for updates because this is an ever changing situation.
1: For yeah, sure. and and if you're a parent and you're still like, man, I still don't know what Parent Square is, it is never too late like uh, call the school. We will help you get set up with what you need uh, because it, is a, it really is a fantastic tool where you can choose, well, hey, if I want to get a text message or if i want to get an email, you know, a phone call. And so those are those nice settings that you can have to your preference.
2: Definitely, and our secretaries can help with, if you do have questions, you can Absolutely. certainly call and they can help. Yes. Um, so, I mean, moving on to the schedule that we have through September 4th, um, I'm sure most of our parents and students have seen that. Would you like to explain what that schedule is um, and just some of the expectations that come yes. along with that for students?
1: Absolutely. So the, the whole idea of the hybrid model is to is to create an environment where socially distance can be maximized. Uh, and where we can really devote that extra support to students in person. So if you all remember last semester when we had to go school-wide e-learning, the whole state did. uh, In many ways, we were just not prepared for a global pandemic. Uh, And so uh, we have done a lot of work and research to help e-learning be excellent, but it is hard to replace in person with the teacher face-to-face. That's just It's hard to replicate and it is very good so the hybrid model is designed to allow for that safety procedures that social distancing to take place but also knowing that 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 relationship that develops and the support that is given in person uh, cannot be replicated so the hybrid tries to merge those two things and so for for how it's going to work is students are basically going to be split by alphabet, not by grade level. I know we've had a lot of questions about that. Uh, it's going to be completely by alphabet and last name. So one group is going to be uh, last names. If it starts A through K is going to be in one specific group. And then the other group last names L through Z. Now, if you are uh, uh, one of those unique families where you have students that are Uh, have different last names and they're in different groups. One's like starts with a B and one starts with a W. Well, we still want to work with you. We actually can have your students come on the same day uh, because we don't want your household to be split on different schedules. Uh, So please uh, let us know. We've already tried to be proactive with those families, but if for some reason we've missed you, uh, please call the guidance office. Let us know that you do have a, a split household with the names and you want to make sure that your kids are on the same schedule. So Basically, one of those cohorts uh, will be in session, uh, while the other one is not. So, uh, for example, this week, this Thursday, our L through Z group starts our first in-person hybrid model. So Thursday and Friday of this week, uh, the L through Z will be in person. And then A through K will be uh, remote learning. So expectations for students. uh, We will all be back on the same schedule, uh, which is that block four black gold days. You have your odd evens. Uh, We're going to start at 8 a.m. This past week, we were on the e-learning schedule since the whole school was e-learning. So we will transition back to the block four schedule that starts at 8 a.m. with about 85-minute classes. Uh, So students should make sure to log in if they're at home. They should log into their class of schoology page the teacher will have an attendance uh, task it'll be very simple very easy um, very similar to what they've been doing this week so you should absolutely complete that attendance task so that your attendance can be taken the state has regulated that we're keeping attendance every class every day whether you're at home or whether you're here so we want to meet our responsibilities that that we're doing uh and then uh for for students you know the expectation is that that you're still advocating for yourself when you have questions uh contact the teacher even during the even during your class time they are in person teaching uh, but there are going to be times where they may be able to step away from their computer and give you that one-on-one feedback that you need right that minute uh, so don't hesitate to contact them keep up to date with your assignments the assignment uh, due dates will still be the same uh, according to your teacher Uh, And so really the goal is to do school uh, as far as times and assignments uh, at home, just as if you were in person.
0: Yeah, one of the things uh, that came up for me was I had a couple of students that are saying, hey, I've been arguing with this teacher about the stuff not showing up. And then I talked to technology and they said the best thing is if you've been logged in since 8 a.m. and you have like six period class at the end of the day, that teacher may have uploaded stuff during the day mm-hmm. while you were in other classes. It's good to log out of Schoology yes. and then log back in. It will update. Yes. And sometimes those things that you're missing can be found by doing that. And then the other thing is just from talking to teachers already, make sure you read the instructions. It's yes. A lot of them have just links there. If you just click it, you go to their Zoom meeting, and kids are like, well, I can't find the time for the Zoom meeting. Well, the link is right there, you know, hyperlink for them, so just read the instructions, follow follow what's provided, they've done very good at showing all that stuff for us. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, and I would say, I mean, your teacher definitely is going to be the best resource for what's going on in class, yes. um, and I think Schoology does an hourly rollover from what I know, so again, just to reiterate, log out and log back in and if you're still not seeing it then it might be time to reach out to your teacher or to technology and Mm -hmm. there is an extension that you can call which i believe is 6103 if you're having difficulties so just keep that in mind that's a great resource for our students um, and our parents if you have questions about that
0: absolutely to tag on to uh, yours attendance wise what does that need to look like? What's that look like from our perspective, from your perspective, uh, for students that are remote versus the students that are in person?
1: Yeah, so there's a lot of unique attendance codes that the, uh, the state has, has given out. And so we are able to designate whether you're attending from home or whether you're attending in person. But if I'm a student, the main thing that I need to know is that, hey, my schedule says that my first period of class starts at 8. And so I probably want to get on that Schoology page just a couple minutes before eight so I can go and I can check out my teacher's attendance task. And so on my teacher's home Schoology page for my class, they will have their instructions for how to take attendance. For some, for some teachers, that may be a, a Zoom session. We'll probably see that a little less frequently in the hybrid model because they are going to have students in class that they're now teaching. Um, so for many, it may be a a two-question Schoology quiz that just says, "Hey, do you have any missing assignments in this class?" or, or even like, "Hey, what's one thing you're thankful for this week?" Uh, it may be very simple. It may be a discussion board where the teacher says, "Hey, I just simply want you to put your first and last name." Um, but if I'm if I'm logging in just a couple of minutes ahead of time uh, to my classes and I can see that attendance task, then I then I have time to ask questions. Uh, I need to complete that attendance task before the class ends. Um, because what the teacher is going to do uh, again we're we're regulated by the state to take attendance every class period so what the teacher is going to do is they're going to take attendance for those in-person students at the beginning of the period and then more than likely they will go back at the end of the period say about 10 to 15 minutes left and see which students have completed the attendance task therefore they can now put them into uh, take attendance in power school so As long as students are completing that attendance task i would say and that i would shoot for the first half of that class uh, then you should be in really good shape
0: awesome
3: so we've covered some kind of e-learning topics for best practices learning at home and so far i've heard that we need to refresh schoology log out and log back in as needed throughout the day we need to just as if we're in person be to class a few minutes early instead of when the bells ringing and trying to scramble to get into that virtual classroom. Um, Let's go ahead and pivot into some other useful tips and tricks for students to work from home because I know that we were very reactionary in the spring when this kind of took the state and honestly the world by Mm -hmm. a bit of shock. And now that we've had some time for planning, uh, what are some best practices for students learning at home? So I'm going to throw out a few and then kind of go around the table and see who wants to add some. The students I've talked to so far, I've told them to, first of all, start by maintaining a good sleep schedule. Just because you're at home doesn't mean you don't have to log in, as we talked about, and doesn't mean you can stay up till 4 a.m. playing video games and then expect to be fully functional for your school day. Because you are showing up virtually, you need to have a good, balanced regimen and make sure that you're sticking with dates and deadlines and um, taking care of your body. Uh, Because if you... Are at home all the time. And I know a lot of my students and families reached out being stuck in the house. Sounds good for a little bit, but after a while, you <laughs> want nothing else other yeah. than to get out of there and you, <laughs> it drives you crazy. So I would agree. Yeah. And it happens to myself as well. So um, make sure that you're taking care of yourself first and foremost, and that can be a combination of diet exercise and good sleep. And then also uh, limit distractions in your work area. So if you see your phone going off or you're working next to your TV or you have little brother or sister wants to play with you, might be time to say, hey, I need to um, go work in a quiet area. If you have Mm -hmm. a study space Mm -hmm. available in your room or an office available in your house, just make sure that you're sticking with those class times and taking time for yourself and limiting those distractions.
2: Definitely, I would say limiting distractions is going to be a big one. Um, And I think that's true whether you're at home or in the classroom. I mean, that's why teachers ask you to put away your phone. So it's not on yeah. your table. So it's not right there. And you can see that you have a Snapchat coming in or a text message from a friend. So I would certainly agree with that. And definitely sticking to a regular um, schedule as well. Um, I have had some students who are just really struggling with feeling overwhelmed. Um, they just do a lot better in person than, it, than they do with e-learning. And I would say that that's true for a lot of our students. Um, so I've even you know told them, sometimes making a checklist of the things mm-hmm. you have to do yeah. mm-hmm. and just taking it one assignment at a time, not, you know, doing trying to do eight different things all at once, just saying, okay, I'm going to do my geography assignment first. This one is due tomorrow. So I'm going to go ahead and get that one done. And then if I have another assignment that's due three days from now, then I might save that one for later on. So definitely being able to um, make a list and I'm kind of a checklist person. So being able to cross it off as you're doing it, I think can help you feel less overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and you know maybe you do an assignment or two and then you take a break I mean it's okay to take a break I think that's natural to need that after 30 45 minutes so go ahead and give yourself five ten minutes of just being able to sit down maybe not even with your phone in your hand but just taking a break from the screen in general would be something I would advise
1: yeah yeah good yeah I, uh, I mean I would piggyback on many of those things I think I think there's a, there's a deep like philosophical, like, how do you do this well? And then there are, the, there are those really guiding principles. And for me, more than ever, uh, students, uh, I would encourage you just to, to figure out your why, uh, to figure out your purpose. Because uh, our purpose and our why drives our what. So I am an assistant principal at Avon High School. That's my what. But my why—why why I want to serve students, why I'm in this role, and where I walk in my purpose—makes my what stable even in chaos, uh, you know, like a global pandemic. Uh, and so I can I can be still and I can have peace. So your what may be that you're a student at on high school, but like why? Like, what do you want to do? What what are what are your goals? What are your aspirations in life? And allow that to drive your decision making. Uh, as a student and a student in a global pandemic Uh, because it is a challenge Uh, and I think uh, every valley can be a little less deep uh, when you're working out of your why and just your what Um, but so that's a that's a that's a deep answer but uh, (laughs) more uh, tips and and tricks I agree and I think uh, having a designated area in the home that is your school that's your classroom Uh, is is very wise having a visible calendar Uh, so some of you that's electronically some of you it's like I'm going to print a big calendar and put it on a bulletin board like absolutely uh, to help you track your assignments and dates but ultimately I think your plan needs to be your family's plan you need to open dialogue with your parents and with your siblings I was on a zoom with a teacher And this poor student, man, his younger brother kept hitting him in the head. And I'm like, man, this would have been so hard. Um, But if that dialogue is open with mom and dad, opened with siblings about why this is important and how we can best help each other and support each other, man, that's just, you got more eyes on it. You got people who love you, who want to see you be successful. Uh, That's a really great thing to do.
0: Yeah, Yeah. those are all great things so far. Um, One thing that I've worked on with some students is just, setting a time frame. So, yes. if you've got an assignment that you think is going to take 15 or 20 minutes, just set your phone aside, have a timer on it. You know, if the timer's for 30 minutes to get that assignment done, set it. Then when that timer goes off, I can if I've got that assignment done, I can move on and if I'm a gamer, I could go play a video game for mm-hmm. a little bit, but have a timer on there knowing when I have to be back online for that next class or for the next assignment that i need to be working on so kind of a a sticking to time frames and a little bit of a reward system for you as you're thinking that through and it will help you learn to be more um what do i want to say more structured uh just have a plan for what needs to happen during the day and that's overall going to help you out with what you need to
1: do that's a great suggestion and i'll do a quick So here a couple weeks ago, we sent out to families the uh, Avon High School Guide to E-Learning for students and families. And many of these suggestions uh, are found in there. Uh, It talks about uh, what you can do, uh, tips for just Schoology basics. It has tips for live video conferencing and how you can make that effective for you. It has tips just on general e-learning principles like we have shared here today, as well as other technology tips and trip uh, tips and tricks and technology hotlines uh, that students and parents can have access to.
3: Yeah, awesome. I love that. And I love the point that you brought up, Mr. McKinney, about um, thinking of, I guess, bigger picture thinking. And this is difficult now, but I'm going to be so much more prepared down the road, and yes. especially if I have my goal in mind. I can work towards that and the little bumps that come up along the way, I can endure them because it's going to lead to this payoff at the end. And to be honest, a lot of the things, health risks aside for a moment here, the having to work a lot on your computer and balance a different kind of schedule and classes in the middle of the day, this is a lot of what our college bound students are going to have to deal with because Mm -hmm. your schedule is going to fluctuate from day to day and you might have some assignments in person, you might have some classes that are online, and if you can thrive in this environment now you're going to be that much more prepared in a few years yeah, good point. absolutely
1: good point. and the only, the one other thing i would emphasize uh you mentioned it uh mr doan is uh sleep uh, more and more i am just amazed when i talk with students and they're telling me how l- late they are up and and research is so incredibly clear well i when i sit down and talk with students about hey what makes a successful high school student like they've done research on this Uh, And sleep and diet are like three and four. They're like, they're like in the top five and we don't often talk about them, Uh, but man, yeah, when you're operating on two hours of sleep, well, no, no wonder you're struggling. Yeah. Your brain is like deprived of oxygen. It doesn't want to, doesn't want to work. So, uh, sleep and a a healthy diet, uh, cannot be, uh, cannot be, uh, overstated.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, So I think it's important to talk about, too, I mean, you know, all of our students right now are virtual, um, but we do have about 460 students who are doing Oriel Semester Online. Actually, it's like 485 right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Excellent. It's gone up a little bit. So (laughs) (laughs) um, getting close to that 500 mark. Um, So, of course, that deadline has passed to be able to participate in the Oriel Semester Online. and that ended August 7th. So you are committed for a whole semester Correct. to whatever choice you made. Yes. Um, and so I actually got a question about that yesterday. And I mean, I hated to tell the parent no, but we have to stick to that guideline for a reason. Um, but for our Oriel Semester Online students, there are some great resources available on that Schoology group. I don't know if you're part of that as well, Dustin, but um, under the resources tab, there's information about, we still have some students who aren't signed up for Indiana online classes, mm-hmm. instructions for doing that. Um, for Edmentum classes, you have to have your pop-ups disabled so that program can work correctly. So instructions on how to do that, how to allow, um, I don't even know if it's the pop-up blockers or something else that also needs to be allowed as well. So there's instructions for the Edmentum classes on there. Um, and then Mrs. Hammond has done a great job. She's one of our secretaries around here. Um, she has done a great job of putting updates on that Schoology group. Yeah. Um, so again, be checking those resources and be checking those announcements. I know there's probably one or two posts every single day. We're not trying to overload you with posts on that group, but there's also really important information. So if you are an Oriole Semester Online student or maybe you're a parent who's listening to this who has a student who's doing the OSO program, please go ahead and have them pull up that Schoology page so you can also see what we're talking about as well.
3: Yeah, and there's often a lot of confusion with schedules. So if I'm online, but the people in school are doing this, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. And that's where Mm -hmm. within that group, we are posting those schedules and keeping them updated. So that way students doing the online semester know exactly what times and what classes they're doing from day to day, just to eliminate any confusion. Because you also have to think that with a lot of these students who are doing the online classes they have a virtual teacher and that teacher has to teach during that designated period they can't just teach whenever because they also have students in person in front of them too so that's why the schedule's set up the way that it is
2: yeah and it's definitely i mean it's been confusing and i think that's true for all of us <laughs> yep. and yes we understand consistency is is certainly key, but with this situation just being something where there, where there are so many unknown variables, we're just trying to keep everyone as up to date as possible. Right. So um, definitely that Schoology group is gonna be your best resource. And we're trying not to just switch things up on you without any notice. Um, I don't think that we are doing that, but just go ahead and check. And if you're still confused, you can contact your counselor or your administrator if you feel you have a good relationship with them as well, and we can help you
0: and essentially the oral semester online students are following the same schedule Mm -hmm. as the students at school because of teachers needing to teach in specific periods. So if you have any questions, the schedule for that is online as well on the homepage for the, for AHS. So you can see that schedule there
3: and verify what you need to be doing that day. Yeah. All right, and then now as we are looking ahead to future episodes and then also future weeks, Uh, We do have two new deans at the high school. Uh, They are Beth Tharp and Aaron Willis, and they are broken down based on our triad groups as well. So our goal is to hopefully get both of them on a a future episode in the next few weeks. And then we are also going to be, as a counseling department, uh, getting into our SRT groups and visiting with students. And we'll, of course, be maintaining safe distance protocols, which means we might be doing some more virtual visits and posting some videos, which we can send online and share with our online students as well to make sure that we all feel like we are one student group and not split between online and in person only. So be on the lookout for some videos from the guidance department in the next few weeks about uh, who your counselor is and kind of what the, we look like because you may yeah. not not seen too much of us, and then um, how we can best help you. and then we are also going to quickly transition into kind of discussing uh, different diploma types and diploma tracks and then grad pathways because this is quickly taking over as the new norm. Um, and Istep is almost out the door. Yeah, One thing uh, we'll start with freshman
0: SRTs is where we'll start with, and then we'll venture into the sophomore and junior SRTs after that
2: we've got quite a few plans, so we're excited to utilize SRT for, I think, a really positive purpose, yeah. being able to touch base with our students, so um, I think that wraps up our Guidance Unscripted episode. Um, Mr. McKinney, thanks for joining oh, us Oh, thank this you. Morning. This was a
1: lot of fun. You yeah. You guys do a great job. Thank you. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, we'll invite you back. You were definitely a really good guest speaker, and Um, Thanks to Chick-fil-A for sponsoring the podcast. Um, They've taken on the payment for us to be able to have this all year round. Um, So thanks to Chick-fil-A and Chris Tincher for that. And for all of us here at Guidance Unscripted, we are Avon. We are one.